Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Pure Nintendo podcast. My name is Gemma, and with me this week, I have two very good friends. I have Kirk. Welcome back, Kirk. Hello. Hi, everyone. And I have Trev. Welcome back, Trev. Glad to be back. Greetings, Gemma. Greetings, Kirk. And greetings to all the Koopalings who are listening. Yay. Yeah, it's good to have you back, Trev. It's been a few weeks since we've heard your voice, so it's good to have you. No, I can't believe I missed (laughs) last week with all that NES talk. I know. It was uh, it wasn't great timing, but uh, if you have anything yeah. to add, you can throw it in during the show. But we do have a nice long list of things to talk about this week, so we'll kick off with a bit of a Pikmin update since that's the newest big game for Nintendo for the Switch. And I did notice some sales reports during the week. Did you guys notice these? Yes. Yeah. So it's good doing really numbers. well. Yeah, very good numbers, which is great to see. And I mean, not a huge surprise. They've been advertising it a lot. <laughs> And we had the demo, of course, to get people kind of engaged early. And, I mean, what did we say? How long has it been since Pikmin 3? What was the the time gap? I think it's <laughs> been eight eight years. Or is it eight years since they an... announced yeah. it? It's something eight like years that, since right? they said this game was almost yeah. even longer. <laughs> for yeah. Geez. Three, I think. <laughs> it's a huge gap. Yes, a very big gap. So I think fans were, were, were sort of salivating, waiting for this. And I know, and um, Kirk's currently reviewing it, which is awesome. So you can give us a bit of a, a look at your feelings towards the game in a sec. Um, but also, I think we kind of mentioned this last week that it seems like a really good game for newcomers to the series. Like, it, and I've read this online as well. People are saying this is this is a great. Uh, if you haven't played Pikmin one, two, or three, Pikmin four is really accessible. Uh, and I know you haven't. I don't think you played it, right, Trove? I'm sorry. Yet. Say that one more time. You haven't you haven't played Pikmin Four as yet, is that correct? No, this no. is the only one I've yet to play. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Um, but would you agree with that, Kirk? You think it's pretty accessible to new Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've they've made a lot of like uh, adjustments to the controls um, that that I think make it easier. There are more things you can do to sort of like level up, especially with Ochi, that make things mm. a lot easier. So if you're mm-hmm. paying attention and following tutorials, then they do put a lot of things in place to. Uh, me to, to help keep as many Pikmin alive as possible. Yes, that's the goal. And that's, <laughs> and I keep saying my son Hayden, he's a huge Pikmin fan. He loves it. But he obviously hates when Pikmin die. Uh, he just <laughs> hates it. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's all about keeping them alive and their survival. So it's good you can rewind it as well. I kind of wish you could tweak that a little uh, in terms of the time because you either go too far back or not far back enough. But it's still a good feature to have. Do you use that much? I have, and I always feel dirty after I do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's the same with like Fire Emblem, where you can rewind things when somebody dies, and like it, mm-hmm. it becomes a crutch. And yeah. then after a while, I'm like, yeah, who cares? I'm just going to see what happens, as opposed to like really planning and thinking things out and yeah, that's coming true. up with a brilliant attack strategy. I just charge in, and if it doesn't work, I rewind and charge again. So <laughs> I, I feel bad, but it's there. It is there. And I suppose that's uh, maybe the good thing about the Pikmin one is you can't control how far back you go. So it is, it's a bit of a risk reward situation because yeah. yeah, you can go back, but you still need to plan ahead because it might take you back too far and you don't want to do that whole thing again. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. But yeah, speaking of sales, I saw that it was number one in the UK charts and in Japan, it's the best for the series uh, to date as in it sold more, Pikmin 4 has sold more than Pikmin 1 did or Pikmin 2 did or Pikmin 3 did. And those were just physical sound numbers. So, you know, we don't even have the digital numbers, which means it's, it's prob- you know, very <laughs> likely that it sold a whole lot more than the numbers we've been given. So very good start. 
do you think it will kind of taper off pretty quickly? How do we feel about that? I don't know. I think it's kind of a word of mouth game. Um, Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people who don't know about it will see the reviews or have friends that are playing it and, and slowly get in because yeah, I think it's one of those games where you end up being surprised by exactly how engaging it is if you've Mm -hmm. never experienced it. So um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, it's not going to push say like Mario Kart for sales, but, but I Mm -hmm. think it'll continue to be a, uh, a decent selling game for a while. Yeah, for sure. And well, so it's interesting, Gemma. Yeah, is um, not at least in Japan. Not only w- was it more than the first three Pikmin games, mm-hmm. it was actually more than the three of them combined. Wow. Okay. Which yeah, that's kind of blew me good. away. I, like I had to read the headline twice. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like all the sales of the first Pikmin, all the second, all the third, add them all up, and Pikmin Four still sold more in Japan. Than wow. Its first. Yeah, that's really good. That's that's amazing, in fact. And yeah, I mean, like, sorry, you got cook. Well, so does that include like the, uh, the the new play control versions that they put out on Wii and stuff, or just the initial releases? I would. Uh, well, I mean, it's still impressive. Right? I, I actually don't. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, either, either way. Also, a lot more people own a Switch. <laughs> this it was going to do a lot better than Pikmin Three. Of course, yeah. Pikmin 3 was also released for the Switch. So Yeah, and I don't know if it includes Pikmin 3 Deluxe or not. I think it's probably just the originals. But, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but still, it's, it's great great to hear. Yeah, it is really good. It's good that people are on board. Um, and the reviews have been fantastic. So I very much look forward to your review, Kirk. <laughs> oh, yep. Well, How are you going? Alert, it'll be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think we're all. Uh, I know yes. too much already. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you going with the game anyway? You're up to day 30, did you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right around day 30. I have, there are two worlds that I have 100% completion on. Um, cool. There's another one that I'm right around maybe 57, I think. And then one I, I, I just started. So I have access to four worlds. Um, and I, I'm having a blast with, like my favorite thing about the game is unlocking new areas, um, getting to the point where where I can go explore somewhere that I haven't, and it's it's always been funny to me because Tyranny's playing it now, and she is it was has come with time, she was taking a one hundred percent approach, like she wanted to get one world completely done before moving on, um, and I don't think that's the way to do it because you get a lot of things on the other worlds that end up helping you, like different colored mm. Pikmin that you could bring back and then have access to, which are going to help you past. Uh, uh, some of the things, but even playing it that much and just straight through, um, I, I'm not bored ever mm. doing it. Every time I pick it up, there's something different to do. So it's not like some games you're like, oh yeah, that's right, I'm here. And then you got to slog through a whole bunch <laughs> of areas to get to something exciting again. It's just fun every single time you pick it yeah. up. Yeah. Is that going to be your review title? Pikmin 4, not boring. <laughs> <laughs> not a slog. <laughs> not a slog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i agree it's it's i mean it, it is like that it's exactly like that um so i mean hayden has been playing it more than i have um but i've been watching a lot and he's unlocked the purple pikmin which i think i mentioned a few weeks ago was something he was excited to do because he hadn't played pikmin one or two previously so he never had the purple pikmin as part of his you know main deployment so <laughs> that was an exciting moment um, I don't know by day 30, cause I think he's up to like day 18. How have you got all like the rock and the, uh, the winged and all the Pikmin? 
Yes, I think yeah. so. I know I have the winged. I have the purple ones were the last ones I got. I got the rock Pikmin early. Like I just happened oh, into okay. the cavern where they were, um, you know, within the first uh, five or six days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got the winged Pikmin and then the poison. Yeah. And then, okay. and then purple. Cool. Oh, wow. We've yeah. done it in a weird order then. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's great because you can just go wherever. Yeah. One, this side of the map will have this, that side will have that. So there's no right way mm-hmm. or wrong way to do it. Yes, exactly. Anyway, it's, it's very exciting. Um, and I mean, the the latest issue of our magazine, which is coming out, uh, what, this week, right, is all about Pikmin 4. Trev, did you want to give us a little update on how that's going? Yeah, I, I am holding a physical copy in my hand as I'm talking. It just came in, big old box full of box fresh, fresh issues. I'm getting ready to uh, mail out next week and Oh, it's just awesome. I can't wait for everyone to see it. Um, of course, the cover is Pikmin 4, mm-hmm. and I feel like I, I just want to reach in the cover and, and pet Ochi. <laughs> it's yeah. um, put your character profile on Pikmin, Kirk's cover story on Pikmin, and just so many other awesome things. It's got uh, Kirk's picks from Super Nintendo World and uh, Gemma, your interview with Barry from Premium Edition. Uh, Justin's interview with the Super Mega Baseball people, uh, our usual stuff, Katie's Culture Corner, our Let's Talk, um, Caitlin and I talk about the Mario movie, yeah, I do a right. gear review, and just, yeah, it's everything, every page is just awesome. I, yeah. I can't wait to get it out. Everyone's so patient, and we really appreciate that because there's a long time uh, between issues, especially when we're we're doing it the way we are with the small team trying to... Mm. trying to get it out there but uh yeah it's immortalized in print you'll have it and hopefully you'll enjoy it as much as we enjoy uh you know putting it together yeah for sure very exciting i can't wait to see it myself and hold it (laughs) it's so cool yeah very exciting um and you mentioned the mario movie which is a nice little segue because um it's coming out what is it on streaming services very very soon yeah, uh, August third, which of course we're we're recording this uh, July twenty eighth, so it'd just be a couple of days after this post. Mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's cool if you know if you missed it in the cinema, or uh, even if you saw it in the cinema, if you just want to see it again. Obviously, I bought a copy, but um, yeah, for people who are just curious, uh, I think it's going to win over some new fans. Yeah, true. Which streaming platform is it on? I think it's debuting on on Peacock because that's the uh, uh, like that's who the rights fall to, at least initially. And then I think it's going to expand probably to like Netflix or whatever. But oh, okay, I don't know what Peacock is in Australia. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> I'm not oh. sure. <laughs> Maybe yeah, it's Paramount. Uh, is it Paramount? No, I don't know. No, Paramount's its own. <laughs> it's its own thing. Okay. It's its own thing because they have their own, like mm. theatrical movies. That, like like the new Transformers just came out on the Paramount one. Oh, okay, that seems quick. But um, no, this is um, I'm gonna double check here real quick. Yeah, that is yeah, quick for Transformers. It's gonna be exclusive yeah. on Peacock. Okay, I'm not sure yeah. what the equivalent is here. I'm sorry. Gemma. Oh, just that that Mario. I I was reading how I think it's been 120 ish days between cinema release and. Um, streaming release 
it's a big gap anyway, which, mm. you know, I think during COVID we got used to things coming out a bit quicker, <laughs> you know, yeah. going straight to uh, straight to streaming. Um, but it seems like things are going back to a bit more of a three mm. to four month-ish kind of gap. I don't know. Well, you know, and it's still pulling in, obviously not not much, but, you know, a lot of the budget theaters, you know, still have it and it's still pulling in, you know, mm. a little bit of change here and there. And that all adds up. I mean, you know, it's the it's the highest grossing movie of the year so far. So they want to they want to get every nickel and dime they can. It's the highest grossing movie. Yep. Take okay. that, Barbie. <laughs> yeah, Barbie's kind of inexplicably out to a quick start, but I don't know if it can catch Mario Brothers. We'll have to see. Ah, that will be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was the highest of, of the year. I thought it was the highest animated or something, but it's actually the highest of the year so far. Yeah. Was it like yeah. $1.4 something like that? Yeah, right. That's pretty good. That's, that's yeah. very good. And there's no Barbie video games, so I, I think yeah, that's sure. going to be the deal breaker. Or not one recently, I should say. Yeah, not, not recently. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that seems like a missed opportunity. I mean, I'm, I don't want to divert the, the conversation to Barbie, but to, there's, you know, why not a <laughs> new Barbie video game to go along with the movie? Yeah. Yeah. It does seem like a missed opportunity. Was there something on the, like, NES or the Super Nintendo that they could have put onto the Switch Online or something? There were. There were games for both those systems, actually. Yeah. Um, I know that because my cousin had, I think, the Super Nintendo one. Right. And I, I, I remember the NES cover because it was from a, it was published by a company I knew, but I don't mm. know. There's probably licensing rights with a lot of those licensed games. That's why they, they sure. don't show up on Switch Online. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's very topical, so that's okay, Kirk, for bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it myself. Um, don't know if either of you have, but anyway. I have seen the Mario movie several times. So. No. <laughs> and I did see it twice at the movie. So part of that 1.4 billion does belong to me. So. Wow. <laughs> so you're better than me. I only saw it once. Yeah. It was good though. Um, yeah. I, I couldn't find a 3D showing around here. I would have seen it twice because I, I like 3D mm. movies. But they were just, none of the local theaters had that. Thing. I didn't want to drive that far. Yeah. Well, Kirk did, didn't you? You saw it in 3D. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's actually. I'm surprised I haven't yet, but I want to get the uh, I, I want to get the 4K Blu-ray because since I saw it in 3D, it was kind of dim, and I get oh. the feeling that a lot of the colors and and just the gloriousness of the animation was lost. Mm. Although with the 3D spectacle, it was cool, but now I just want to see it in in all its brilliance. We'll say, so yeah. we'll, we'll pick up the 4K and watch it. Yeah, cool, nice. I look forward to hearing if that actually translates well, and <laughs> maybe which one you prefer. But I'd say it's the 4k would be really good <laughs> yeah it'd be amazing uh well speaking of switch online i guess uh in terms of barbie at least there there were a couple of games dropped during the week um for the game boy color which i thought were very cool and they are the legend of zelda oracle of ages and oracle of seasons which trev you and i talked about uh on the Coopercast not so long ago to celebrate the zelda anniversary didn't we we did, yeah. I'm I'm really excited, especially for for my wife, who's a big Zelda fan and a big uh, top down Zelda fan. But she never played these because mm. she's not necessarily like a handheld gamer. Mm-hmm. So I'm super stoked for her to to be checking these out, and we'll probably be playing them. You know, they're not two player games, but we'll probably be taking turns in sections. And mm-hmm. yeah, you guys are good at that. You're very good at. <laughs> Sharing. Yeah, and I'm really excited. I think 
I'm debating which one to play first. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but. Well, I don't know if this is, I don't know if it's because you told me to or not, because I can't remember. But when we talked about it on the, on the other podcast, I hadn't played them, if you remember. So I downloaded Seasons on the 3DS and played that so we could talk about it on the show. I haven't played ages yet. So for A, I'm excited because that's like a new game for me, completely new. And yeah. B, did I play Seasons first because you told me to? Or did I just choose it randomly? <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's weird because when I was when I first played these, I had ages as a cartridge, but I didn't have seasons. And mm-hmm. then I think it was when I bought a link between worlds, they had a promo where you could get uh one of the Oracle games, and I think that's when I got seasons and I might actually like seasons a little a little more because I like the like the color variety with the different seasons, but yeah, it does know. it does look good. Yeah. They're both they're both good. I it's hard to decide. But I also feel like I have to because people link them together so often and they are they're distinct games. Mm. You know, they're not like just a reskin like Pokemon or anything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into ages. I really enjoyed seasons. What was that? Was that last year or the year before? Now I can't remember when we did that series. Yeah, um a good game. It was fun talking about it. Yeah, super fun. So yeah, I was hoping to check it out before the show today, but I haven't had a chance, but I will get into it. And I mean, it's there permanently, so it's not like it's a limited time thing, but yeah, definitely cool. And if you haven't, I suppose we can highly recommend these titles. I mean, I haven't played ages, but can definitely recommend Seasons. And um, if you haven't, if you've somehow missed them like I did or uh, Jen did, Trev's wife, then yeah, go check them out. It's on Switch Online, just dropped a couple of days ago, so yeah. Have you tried these, Kirk, at all? I did. Um, when they released them for the 3DS, is that where, that where mm. they came out? Um, yeah. Somewhat recently. Yeah. Uh, so I have them. I have them installed. I know I didn't complete them. And mm-hmm. I can't even remember which one I did. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I, I know I got at least 50% into one of them. So I, I mm. got to charge up my 3DS and figure out where I left off. And then um, you, I'll probably complete one there and then to play the other on the Switch. Yeah. Stop playing Zara the Fastest Fairy and start playing Zelda. <laughs> but it's right there on the screen every time I turn it on. How can I resist? I need to move it like to the secondary screen so I'm not tempted. <laughs> she will uh, she'll always be the fastest fairy in our hearts. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, yeah, that's a good plan. Um definitely a good plan. Yeah, so that's a nice little addition. And I mean it's I don't know if you call it, well, it's not really good or bad timing, but it's interesting, I suppose. Maybe they waited, excuse me, a couple of months after Tears of the Kingdom to release a couple of classic Zelda titles. You know, now that people have had their, not their fill, because this is a game that will play forever, but uh, had had enough time to spend with Tears of the Kingdom. They want some classic 2D action. And these two games, they're a little bit, they stand a little bit separately to the others, don't they? Because they were made, with it. was it Capcom who made these ones yeah yeah who also would go on to do a minish cap which is another mm-hmm. uh really great game too yeah one of yeah. one of my personal favorites oh. yeah minish cap is great i wonder if that's I yeah i wonder if we'll see that uh re-emerge that is on there oh yeah of course it is yep. yeah yes yep. yeah, yeah. So. that would be a, that would be a fun game to update but mm. like the visual style is so so charming already i'd i'd, I'd kind of be worried what they would do with it I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
sometimes you just don't need to you don't need to change it for the sake of it i don't think <laughs> yeah it still looks great in my opinion mm. yeah well you but yeah it does of course it does but i mean you oh. do love those old school games anyway <laughs> right i do yeah i mean as as much time as i've sunk into like tears of the kingdom and and breath of the wild i'm a huge traditional mm. you know Zelda fan. i feel like the games are spaced out enough too where Mm-hmm. Now you can't really get sick of them because we have to wait years in between. We do, yeah, absolutely. I'm still hankering for another 2D adventure, like a like a new one. I think they should do that next. <laughs> Who knows, yeah. right? And we had to wait this long for Mario, so Mario Wonder. I've been pining for a new 2D Mario for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe we went longer from than... like famine to feast to back to famine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully that one does well and it. Uh... Leads to another feast season. Yeah. We'll see. So, still got a few months before that comes out. But a few other new games that I thought that uh, came out on the Switch this week, not uh, not on the Switch Online, but on the Switch proper, which I thought might be just worth mentioning in passing. They just caught my eye. <clears throat> and they are Disney Illusion Island and something called Venba. And Disney Illusion Island, I just thought this was – uh, well, I wanted to ask you guys: is it is it a throwback to there? There is an Illusion Island from the like nineties or something, right? Yeah, there was there's Castle of Illusion. That's uh, it. Yes, World Castle. of Illusion, and I think Land mm-hmm. of Illusion. So it's sort of a sequel, kind of, but different different style. <laughs> different. Like, yeah. I mean, I haven't played it, and and we haven't gotten a review code, so I don't know if mm-hmm. when I will. Um, I do remember in a podcast quite a while back saying I was semi looking forward to it, but mm-hmm. I'm not wowed by what I've seen. Like, it, it looks like kind of like one of those Rayman games from uh, Ubisoft or mm-hmm. Ubisoft, Ubisoft. I'm not sure yeah, how you say that. Yeah, I was just thinking the exact same thing, you know, as I, as I look at it here. Yeah, like the animation looks great, but the backgrounds just don't really seem to pop with that Disney kind of like aesthetic i don't know so mm. yeah interesting but I, I love multiplayer games i love local local multiplayer games so mm-hmm. yeah this it is, is cheaper i mean it's what 39.99 that's 20 dollars cheaper than you know a lot of other new games so mm-hmm. true i don't know i don't know yeah well it'll be interesting to see how it goes in terms of popularity and reviews i guess because we haven't seen any yet it's only just come out well sorry they probably asked a few online but i haven't read any um, yeah, I glanced at some. They they do seem a little bit mixed, but mm-hmm. there's yeah. some good. I think it's in the low 70s, so that's not, you know, that's still pretty good. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> uh, it's tough with, I guess, platformers because you're competing with so many others, and then it's tough with Mickey because he's so well known, um, and I think those. Castle of Illusion type games were quite popular back in the day. I oh, they were yeah, yeah. So I still kind of they're great games, right? So it's leaning on that nostalgic factor a little bit, which can work kind of for or against it, I suppose, depending on how this one pulls off. And it feels like, I mean, the animation style looks. I don't know. Is it more like an older Mickey, like a like a not older as in like his age, but. <laughs> older cartoon style like a like a more like a 20s mickey compared to like a 
90s Mickey? I don't know. How do I explain that? It's like. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. It does seem, and I don't know if it's just part of the way the, the aesthetic works, but it does seem like they're, that's kind of a, like intentional thing. Mm, yeah. yeah. It, looks, it looks like kind of like a pre-war Mickey. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And maybe and that more, explains the simple good. backgrounds too. Could do. Yeah. Mm. I guess that, yeah, that could make sense. Mm. I mean, it does look good in movement. So that's the, that's probably the big thing. I mean, people nowadays are so, so into frame rate, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I don't know. Plus with four p- people on screen. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Like I keep saying, I don't know, but I'm just, I have to play the game. <laughs> but you don't know. Well, you don't know what you don't know. That's okay. <laughs> That's fine. And it's fill hard... a book with things I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you could fill a library with things I don't know. So that's okay. <laughs> and they've done it. <laughs> <laughs> True. Touche. Um, yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes. I mean, if we're not going to be reviewing it, it's a bit hard to form an opinion. So we'll see. If anyone I'll have actually... to check if anyone on the cruise picked it up. Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's worth 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 asking. Yeah, <clears throat> we'll see what happens. Um, but the other one, yeah, that I mentioned briefly was Venbar, and the reason this—and I hope I'm saying that correctly—I don't think there's another way you could say it, Venbar. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> but we actually interviewed the team behind Venbar in our previous magazine issue. Actually, Roger did an interview with them. Uh, I think it was part of an Indie World Showcase um, a little while ago. And it stood out at the time because of its fairly unique art style. It's got a really nice visual look to it. And it's also an amalgamation of two genres. It's a cooking sim crossed with, I guess, a narrative uh, storytelling kind of, you know, branch pathway kind of deal. So, I mean, I haven't played it. I've just seen, I've read the interview, obviously, uh, and I've seen images and, and trailers. Uh, and I didn't realize it was coming out this week, but it, it has just released and it does look really nice. And, and the story seems quite moving as well. So it's all about um, an immigrant, uh, a mother from India who's immigrated to Canada. And there's, you know, language barriers and cultural barriers. And she's got a child who grows up in Canada and, and food is kind of their commonality, you know, because she's come from, you know, India, whereas he's now growing up in Canada. So he assimilates much more easily and um, food is their, is their sort of common language, I guess, which is an interesting sort of take on things. So it could be a nice tale, a nice narrative story behind um, behind it with, with this cooking sim to go along with it. So, yeah, I just thought I'd bring that up and mention it because it seemed like it was worth mentioning <laughs> do you remember when that interview was that was like very early in the was, year right yeah i think it was last issue issue 64 um yeah it was it was issue 64 and our current one 65 right but for if people want to catch it on it's on the site too right uh that is a good question because some of our question. some of our interviews make the mag and some some mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. so i'm just yeah. curious if that was a mag exclusive or if it was on the site I feel like it was a mag exclusive, but I'm not sure. <laughs> not 100% sure. Can't find it in my search right now. I'm doing a Google search. But, yeah, doesn't mean it's... Well, whether it was or not, all our interviews are good. Some are just... Some make mm. print and some don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, it's definitely in the in the last issue. Um, maybe, we, maybe we can put it on the site as well since the game's just come out as well. It might be nice to, to promote it that way. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's really, it does look really nice. I think that art style is quite I special. do think it's Mac exclusive. I just searched on the set mm. and see it. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. maybe that's something we can do later. Um, yeah. Inquire but, about back issues, people. Yeah. <laughs> we have a limited supply. And we have 64 issues. So. <laughs> Although, though, we didn't do print for a lot of them, did we? So we're just back to print. Issue 64 was our return to print, right? Well, this is 65, so yeah, it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Love it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I see right here on the cover, Gemma. Oh, yeah? There you go. Looking at the last one, Venba interview. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's a decent interview. Like, it's it's a couple of pages, I think, and they go into detail about how they uh, form the studio and, and the game and uh, what it means in terms of the cooking and the language and all that sort of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the interview looks nice. I love this color scheme. It's kind of like a, looks like a fall type thing. Mm, yeah, it does. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. So hopefully it's uh, received well. Um, again, I haven't seen any reviews just yet, but, you know, hopefully it's uh, popular and does well for the studio because I think it's just an indie, well, it is an indie developer. So, you know, this is the sort of I thing that. Game. If you want to follow him on Twitter or whatever the heck mm-hmm. Twitter's called now, X, I don't know. Oh my gosh, don't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not a fan. Um, yeah, X, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, let's look at some games we're playing this week, and we have quite a few, which is awesome. So, Kirk, would you care to start with Cross Tales? I will. Um, Cross Tales is the game that I've been playing in between Pikmin rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a game from Chemco, um, who uh, a lot of a lot of gamers will know as as churning out a bunch of old school RPGs, um, JRPGs. This one is a bit different, though. Um, it, it's got a higher production value. Um, it's developed by a company called Rideon or Ridion. I'm not sure. Uh, what the actual pronunciation was, but they did the Mercenaries mm-hmm. games, which are kind of like an isometric turn-based um, tactical game on a grid. Uh, you know, like Final Fantasy Tactics comes up quite often when you're looking for a game to compare these two. Although Cross Tales itself, to me, looks like a game I'm not sure a lot of people played on the Switch called God Wars. Um, not oh, yeah. God of War. Mm, remember, yeah. <laughs> God Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, which was developed by a company called Kodakawa, I believe, and it was published by NIS America. It's still available, um, although I think NIS America is dropping it for some reason. Um, so I'll see what happens there. Hmm. But anyway, um, Cross Tales is interesting because it, it tells two different stories and two different tales, and they cross paths frequently throughout the game. So at the beginning, you select one of two characters to play and you follow that through to the end, but occasionally run into this other character who you can also play. Um, I'm beginning to think I did it wrong. Like I would like to play one until you get to the point where the paths cross and then flip over and play the other character, like start a completely new save game and and do it that way so I can follow both stories at the same time. Um but it, it plays like most of those types of games. You you place people on a, on a map. Um, height comes into it. There are a lot of objects 
that you can mm-hmm. stand on or move around for for defense or better attacks. All kinds of power ups. There's an awful lot to um, to uh, manage. Um, I, I think maybe a little too much would be one of my complaints <laughs> about the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it focuses a lot on money. Um, so what, what you want to do throughout the whole game is, is make money, and then you can use money to increase your skills or buy new armor or hire additional people to help you in battle. So you're really managing finances off screen mm-hmm. to prepare yourself for going in and being able to take on the next level. Um, so anybody who's enjoyed a Fire Emblem style game, or as I mentioned, God Wars or um, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, anything like that, uh, definitely a game you should check out. Especially if you've played Chemco games before and you get an idea of what they are, this will uh, change your expectations a little bit. It, it's not what mm. you usually get from them, so it's worth a look. Cool. Yeah, it looks really nice. I mean, I like the isometric style, yeah. um, and the the characters look really, mm. I don't know, interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a little more polished to it. Yeah, it's got to be because it's what like double the price they usually charge for their their games. Yep, this one twenty nine. Usually they're what like fourteen ninety nine. Oh, okay. yeah, for like yeah, the turn based. Yeah, then they usually have the DLC and things that make it easier. This game is not interested in giving you ways to make it easier. <laughs> you, <laughs> right. you learn how to play, or you stop playing. But there are <laughs> different di- there are, there are different difficulty levels, so you can you know start off on an easier level if you want, and then up the up it for the the second playthrough when you're playing as the second character. Yeah, um, how much time do you think it is? for the full game like how much how many uh, hours would you put into it i'll let you know once i get closer to the end um mm-hmm. well also there's a since you can play it twice since it gives you a different story uh your second playthrough is a completely different story with a different character so that would effectively double the time True. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah I, I imagine at the end it may be around like 40 to 50 hours um yeah okay uh, but uh, it also depends. They, of course, give you a lot of practice levels or in between, like after you win a, a battle on a map, you can advance the story or go back and replay the map to get more money, to get, you know, to, to build things up. And you kind of have to do that, really, um, which is unfortunate because, you know, you, you play a map, you finish it, then you just got to do the exact same map again if you want <laughs> right. to uh, uh, level up. They, they make some changes to it, so it's not the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so the more you do that, the longer it's going to take. Yeah, fair enough. <clears throat> so are you enjoying your time with it? Yeah. 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 It's okay. it's pretty much right on the level I expected, um, you know, when I was looking at it. Uh, I do know that the Mercenaries games that this company developed ahead of time kind of got uh, fair to middling reviews. Uh, mm. Big complaints were that the stories weren't that great, the characters weren't that great, and I didn't play those games, but uh, th- they're fine here. They're not mm-hmm. great. They're not. It's, it's not the most involved story or the most charismatic people, mm-hmm. but it, it pushes along well and allows you to focus on the combat. Yeah, okay. That sounds interesting. Cool. Yeah. Looking forward to hearing your final thoughts then when it's, when it's ready, <laughs> when you're ready. Um, did we want to give a pinball FX update? I can see that on my list here. And I know we talked about it a couple weeks ago, Kirk, but Trev also has been playing pinball FX and you went on that show. How are you going with it? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> pinball FX three is one of my most played 
games on the Switch. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm not a fan of change just for the sake of change. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm playing these tables and I'm I'm finding like the menu layout like unintuitive and it's like why why change mm -hmm. this? I'm finding the visuals blurrier and I'm like you know is the engine that different to justify this mm. this kind of muddy like I snapped photos playing the same table in FX and FX3 and it's it's night and day to me wow. and I'm not usually a graphics snob yeah but I guess it's because I played it so much yeah. um you know they, they got their work cut out for them if they want to win I think over the the fans especially with no real cross buy in place that i know of mm -hmm. but yeah i'll save most of my my gripes for when i consult with kirk on on the review but mm, that's right you guys are doing a co-review on this one yeah yeah yeah. And yeah we'll be starting that up soon i do find it funny trevor that you mentioned the uh the interface i actually think getting to the pinball machines is easier in the new one than it is in the old one um, in than in FX3. But I also wonder if that's because I don't play it as much as you do. So you're just accustomed to exactly what you got to do to get in there. And every time I'm picking up, I, I, I can't figure things out for a few seconds. And then I eventually work my way into the tables. I guess if you're just playing classic table, I could see that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but if you're playing like trying to like look at the leaderboards or activate power ups or, you know, some of these different things, it's, I guess it's some of those extras. That I find a little cumbersome. Yeah. But if you're just into playing the table straight, I, I can see how how this could be a a bit more uh you know quicker. Hmm. You mentioned change for the sake of change. Is that like there's no reason why they've the developer the sorry, the developers have changed engines? Like is it to streamline things or is it cheaper or they they weren't forced to? They kind of just thought, hey, let's Let's see if we can make it work on this. Um, yeah. I will say I follow them on Twitter or on mm -hmm. X, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like still twitter.com, right? As long as it's it twitter.com, we can call it Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Currently and I got to say, even though they, they've like talked about it, it's not to my satisfaction. They haven't really sold me on why mm. this new engine is superior. It right. doesn't jump off to me when I'm playing it. I'm still finding a lot of the same quirks, like the ball dying on the flipper, which is which is handy, you know, but it's also not realistic. And right. I just I don't want to see them end up like um, the pinball arcade, where you know they have all these tables and they just can't manage them. And mm. yeah, they need to really work on their marketing. Yeah, because it's not jumping out as I'm playing the game. So convince mm -hmm. me why this is going to be the future, why it's worth reinvesting in these same tables. Mm -hmm. Convince me that you're going to make the visual sharper. You know, like, I don't know. It almost sounds like they weren't ready for release. Like if the visuals are taking a hit, you know. I don't uh, know why they released it on Switch when mm -hmm. FX3 was on Switch. I don't know why they didn't hold it for switch to or whatever it's going to end up be calling. Yeah. I yeah. yeah I, how does it have you, I guess if you look at screenshots or video, but I wonder if it does look better on like a, a PS five or an Xbox or something where 
Oh, it's it's for gotta... one reason or another. I mean, it would. I guess it would have to be, but. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. True. I mean, again, I'm not usually a graphics guy, but like, I feel like FX three tables were so sharp, and these just have like, yeah, like a muddy look. Like, like I almost want to wipe my my screen if I'm in hand <laughs> or, right. or wipe the TV off. Like, there's some kind of film. Yeah, and I think if you're not a graphics person and and you, but you notice it, and it's enough for you to even mention or think about that's not good right like that's it's hard to unsee for me mm. and again i've sunk in hundreds of hours on fx3 so mm-hmm. I, maybe a more casual player isn't gonna notice and i mean obviously the, the tables are the big thing it's not the mm-hmm. the visuals but you know i'm excited for new tables tables i didn't have in fx3 like like adam's family or whatever but mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I'm getting nitpicky in my older age and I'm <laughs> not liking a lot of it, but time will tell. Time will tell. You're entitled to have an opinion and that's good. And especially if it balances out with whatever Kirk says in his review. I hope It'll Kirk be- loves it because maybe that'll balance your <laughs> <your> sports. <laughs> It'll be a fun oh. read and it might be the end of collaborative um, <laughs> reviews. <laughs> No, See, no. If I differ too much, then we have to strip down to the waist again and fight it out. And uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't think our our readers want to see that. Uh, well, we, be, we can. How would that work? We got, we get the battle of gout versus Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> like a slap fest. We can, we can poll them. We can, we can put a poll up, <laughs> and see how we go with that. Yeah. Cool. Well, I mean. Uh, it's disappointing, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see what those final thoughts are like. And I mean, do you think they will improve? I mean, if this, is, it, like I said, it sounds a bit like it was rushed or released early. Updates might improve some of this. Or I, get, I mean, I get the to... feeling. I get the feeling that this is the engine that they're using now, and this is the way the game's going to look. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't think they'll they'll they make any adjustments. It, it's a different look from the more, I don't want to say cartoony, but yeah, the, the older version, it, it's almost like they wanted to make the machines look more real instead of making them look nice. And right. I want them to look nice. I don't care if the <laughs> colors are a little too garish or everything's a little too sharp yeah. um, or, or the lights are too bright in things. And um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I, I do agree that I, I like the look of FX3 better Um and I think when Trevor and I get into the review, maybe I'll I'll try to steer us a little more towards the quality of the tables themselves instead of the way they look, and we'll see right. if maybe that can be the <laughs> the new game saving grace. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 fair because it is ultimately about the the tables, and they already said FX three is not going to get get new tables, so all the yeah. the newbies are going to be in this, and mm-hmm. you know, I guess I was thinking like pinball arcade would let you like like dim the lights or you know, make them brighter. Maybe there could be a feature like that to kind of. I, I think there people. is a gamma setting. Um, oh, is so there? It, See, it's I not quite as intuitive, but I, I think there's one in there. I'll have to check. I couldn't mm-hmm. figure it out in the menus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not intuitive. <laughs> well, like, hey, gamma? isn't that that robot from Mega Man? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It is. Um, well, Trev, let's. How about we talk about something a bit more pleasant for you? <laughs> then let's let's circle back to Pikmin because I know you've been playing uh, an older Pikmin in lieu of Pikmin Four. 
you want to tell us yeah. about your time with with Hey Pikmin, which is a 3DS title? Yeah, my my tendency tends to be if I don't get a game on launch day, like a first party game, you know, I, I want to still feel like I'm kind of caught up in the hype. So I'll go back and mm. play an older game in the series. Cool. Uh, I've done that a lot, you know, with other games. And it worked out good in this case, because even though I've had Hey Pikmin for years, I never played it except for yeah. the demo. Um, right. Jen, my wife, she beat the game. In fact, I was looking at her profile because it's just full of stuff, but mm-hmm. I had never played it. So I'm like, hey, this is a this is a cool little, you know, it's not going to be it's not going to replace the the console games. Mm. Uh, it's kind of a chill, you know, experience. I, I do wish it was in 3D because I think it would look good in 3D. But yeah, it would actually. Um, mm. Yeah, it's just a different take on Pikmin. You know, like a side story or whatever, but I like it. Mm. It's relaxing. Yeah, it is. I remember reviewing it back at, at the time. And uh, I wanted to say also, so we're recording on the 28th of July. This this episode won't be out till Monday, but this is Friday. And it actually happens to be the anniversary of this game today, released in wow. North America and Europe today, 28th of July in 2017. So it's six years wow. old today. Happy Gosh, birthday. Hey, six years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, pretty amazing, actually. Time flies. It does. It does. Um, yes, yeah, so this is like a side-scrolling platforming kind of adventure, which is, yeah, yeah like I said, a kind of a departure from the usual formula. Um, but yeah. it worked, you know, it was, yeah. Definitely chiller. I feel like I haven't lost nearly as many Pikmin as mm. I do in, in the other games, but which is good and bad. <laughs> it's good because I hate, I hate when they die. It breaks mm-hmm. my heart, but. It's also bad maybe if you're looking for a little more of a challenge, but true. Yeah. That's there's true. other games I can get challenging, I suppose. Yeah. And there's still I mean, there's different environments. I th- I remember there's a water section where you you know, you swim underwater and there's there's eel things that kind of pop out. I don't know if you're that far along. The enemies like the bulbs, you know, they they're side scrolling now, so you have to kind of dodge them. You can't dodge them in, you know, uh X what is it? Uh X Y you know <laughs> depth what i'm trying to say there's no 3d yeah. element so you can't run around them you have to just yeah. go left and right basically so i think i'm about two-thirds through based on the amount of um what is it sparklinium i have mm-hmm. yeah I there's a little, little yeah there's lots of hidden treasures you know that you can find along the way which there is there cool. is I, mm. I missed i missed like a zelda game boy cart and i'm like ah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, and there's that Pikmin Park as well. That's a little extra. Yeah, that's a mode. neat little. Mm. That's a neat little touch. I almost feel like that could be like some kind of um. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they have potential with that idea. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what they would do with it, but I kind of, I kind of like it as a fun little extra. Yeah, you know, now that you mention it, that that would have been a nice mobile app actually to bring to. To mobile devices, maybe. I mean, Pikmin Bloom's cute and fun. Uh, but it's it's and it's it's good for you because it's about walking and encouraging healthy activity. Yeah. Uh, but for those who can't walk or don't walk, uh, yeah, a nice little Pikmin Park app would be actually pretty cool. I reckon. Hmm. Anyway, bit of a side note there. Yeah. So I'm glad you're enjoying your time with Hey Pikmin. And if if listeners haven't played it uh, and you you're wanting a break from Pikmin Four or you just wanted to catch up on the series. Um, yeah, check out my review. It's on PureNintendo.com. I reviewed it back six years ago. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe it's that long. Yeah, 
but definitely a fun game. Um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it tied me over till I how, can get the new one. Yeah. How would one pick that up these days? You'd have to buy it <laughs> secondhand, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's the only a good option. question. Yeah, there's yeah, no, e- no more eShop. Yeah. No more eShop. No eShop. Mm. I guess uh, eBay or uh, uh, DK Oldies, uh, Lucky Games, one of those. I don't know I what know. they have in they, they can borrow it. Just just call me up and borrow just, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they're in town, just uh, you could probably like Walmart does a lot like of those third party like sellers, so you could probably still find it. It'd probably be overpriced, but mm, true. Yeah, that's true. I don't cool. know. I don't have the amiibo gemma, so I can't do any of the amiibo stuff. That's my one regret. Yeah. Well I, I was watching your amiibo short. Oh too. yeah. <laughs> Did you like that? Yeah, I do love the Pikmin Amiibo. It's so cool. I was thinking about the Amiibo because why didn't they release a new one for Pikmin 4? That would have been good know. timing. There's rumors of restocks around our neck of the woods, so I don't know. Of Pikmin Amiibo? Uh, just Amiibo in general. Right. So. Okay. I think I saw a report that Nintendo's going to uh, uh, release a bunch more. Um, yeah. Hopefully cool. Pyra and Mithra. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, well, it seems like they're still, I mean, there's the new, is it Zelda? There's two new Tears of the Kingdom ones coming out, which I think I pre-ordered, but I can't remember what they are now. One is Zelda and one is, I, I can't remember what it is. There's two though, right? Um, yeah, I would have liked a new, a new Pikmin Yeah, no, it's Attic- Atticus, uh, whatever his name is. That Amiibo is crooked, like it's kind of Addison, all over yeah. <laughs> yeah, you but, have to get the uh, link amiibo and stand him next to him yeah. in order for that to actually work. <laughs> that would be good. I still haven't met President Hudson, Kirk. Every time I find Addison, and I know you said it's not with Addison, it's not like it's one of those yeah. puzzles. But I'm like, yeah, there's there's just a very specific area, and when you get there, you'd be like, oh well, yeah, of course this is where it is. So. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's not a secret or something you have to find. You'll stumble stumble upon him eventually. Eventually, yes, I hope so. I want to meet him. <laughs> you keep wasting all your time inside of dungeons. <laughs> I do. Well, I finished a dungeon this week, so that was a highlight. Or what? Yeah, did. I did my first one. <laughs> yeah, I did the the wind temple. So I think last yeah. week I had arrived at the wind temple, but then I actually went and finished it last weekend because I couldn't take. Uh, talking to you, Trev, and not having finished at least one <laughs> dungeon. <laughs> that was my first one, too. Yeah. That was my second one, I think. So what do you, yeah, I'm okay. curious, Gemma, like compared to the Divine Beast, like what do you, what'd you think of the temple? Well, it was, I mean, the Wind Temple wasn't particularly hard. It's just a series of puzzles. And like you guys were saying, I think Justin said this um, specifically, you're given the points on the map so you know exactly where to go so it kind of takes out that mm, exploratory element to some extent you sort of like well that's the yellow dot i need to find so i'm just going to try to get to there (laughs) so uh you know but i had fun with it i mean i enjoyed unlocking each of those um the gates on the on the ship so you have to find the gears and chillin has to blow them and and mm-hmm. some of them you know use his wind power to to kind of make them move and unlock them and the boss fight was really good i did enjoy the boss fight um, yeah that was and really like fun yeah, yeah that, that one's not even the best one right okay 
Yeah, no, that was that's I really one thing it. I really like. Breath of the Wild, I get sick of those like kind of purple Ganon like mm. things, and I don't know. I felt like the bosses were weak, so I, I like this new Tears of the Kingdom bosses a lot better. Yeah, because it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't hard. It only took me one go to beat the boss, but it was. You know, somewhat stressful, especially when he has the second phase with the tornadoes that he throws at you. So you got to yeah. kind of dodge them, but you got to get to his, uh, you know, whatever that crystal thing you have to shatter on his back is before, before he covers it up again, I suppose. And he's shooting spikes at you at the same time. So there's a lot to work with. <laughs> there's a lot going on. And the whole time you're flying and you're kind of gliding and then not gliding and you and Chulun can push you along if you need him to, to get closer. It was good. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Which, which temple should I attempt next mm. in your opinion <laughs> i don't know if i have an opinion the first one i did was the fire temple mm-hmm. which um I, I think was in the depths actually so i don't know if you've done much in the depths not a whole lot no still afraid of the depths but i know i need to um i mean i was thinking of uh zora going to the zora kind of area Water. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I've been there. I've, I've actually been there, but I just left. Uh, I that, was to to <laughs> that was yeah. a fun one to find. That was a fun one to find. Okay. Yeah. bit less frustrating than Chulin's little outing. <laughs> well, for me, it was because I got up there before I had uh, before I had uh, Chulin. So. Ah, yeah. Okay. I, couldn't, I, I couldn't actually yeah. do anything. I mean, I could climb up. I was like climbing around the outside, jumping in, mm. in windows or whatever. But yeah, I, it's, I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> that and the guy helping you is I I can't remember his name. Who's the uh, the, uh, the Zora? Yeah, it's not the prince, oh, is it? Um, I mean, I haven't got him, so I don't know. But it's not yeah, the I prince. Yeah, I can't think of it either. What is the prince? Is it the prince? Yeah. Well, wasn't um, he? He was in Breath of the Wild, wasn't he? He was quite heavily featured. Well, it's, right? I just remember it was fun I, I finding think it is him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but also he he's a cool character. Like I, I found him much less annoying than uh than the little bird kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, not that I minded the the, the yeah. bird kid. Again, I, I don't know anyone's name, so I'm gonna call Ch- him uh, bird well, kid. Ch- Chulin is the bird kid. Okay. <laughs> Do you have Tulin active, Gemma? Like, does Tulin fly alongside you? Yeah, yeah, I've kept him. Yeah. Once you unlock more than one, do they all follow you around, or you can only have one at a time? They can. Yes. I mean, you can put them away, but yeah. And, I and do. if you think they'll help you, like in battle, prepare to be mm. disappointed because they're Aww, occasionally really? they'll help you. But in my experience, they're kind of good at just like shimmying around. And yeah. <laughs> you, you, you yeah. can't rely on them. But every now and again, they'll just do something that's so incredibly helpful. You're like, dude, where'd that come from? Why, why can't you do that more than every three or four minutes? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I, I mean... will say Tulin's pretty good with the bow. So yeah, well, it's, it's, it's exactly what I was saying. Yeah, he'll yeah. get some shots off that absolutely yeah. annihilate people that you thought you were going to be fighting for a while. That is that is so true. Because yeah, he's he's floating along beside me right now in his little dark blue form, whatever it is. And most of the time he does nothing, and then I'm attacking enemies, and suddenly he'll just shoot. I'm like, oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks for the backup. That was good. Like I just uh, you know mm-hmm. encroached into a camp of bokoblins and. You know, there was a few of them there, and and he helped me. I was like, oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> I do like Tulin if you're like trying to jump from one mountain and fly to another one because it give yeah. you that little extra boost. Yeah, yeah. Depending on how much stamina you have. True. 
I do have a whole extra round of salmon now, so I've filled up nice. to like two circles, which is good. Well, and I've and got you know, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. I was going to have, and I've got over ten hearts. Like I've got twelve or so now, so I'm feeling a little bit more powerful. <laughs> but you guys probably got like twenty or thirty. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Coco, you say I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Um, I mean, you know, I don't like water temples, though. Trev, am I going to be? unhappy when i get to the zora land <laughs> um you know i'm not keen on water temples as a rule either uh it wasn't my favorite but it didn't it's not like you know ocarina of time or anything yeah, like that, you know? <laughs> yeah that's got me <laughs> um, and i think he has the least useful of all the abilities that you get when when you get there mm. like ghost forms following you around right okay the the dude he, he, the, yeah. the, the the fire dude who can blow up rocks for you so you no longer have to use bombs to get into caves that are blocked up is is wonderful well that's handy yeah yeah because bomb flowers are in short supply like that I was have. the first that was the first <laughs> part I yeah, okay. yeah i suppose you're right about the water guy i'm trying to think <laughs> he's more useful as a as a means of defense i think mm. but yeah if you're looking to yeah, because he can like take out a first hit or completely block the first hit. Yeah, yeah. cool. I'll try not to ruin it for you, Gemma. But <laughs> no, that's all right. I mean, like I said last week, it's been uh, well over two months now, so <laughs> it's probably um, hard to avoid spoilers at this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. No, and it's still uh, still a super fun game. I think I only have one geoglyph left to find, I believe, oh, and nice. maybe one sky tower, one or two sky towers i think so yeah most of the maps complete um yeah most of the geoglyphs are all there i think it's just that bottom left like southwest corner with the desert i think i need to go down oh there. yeah i think yeah. that was the last area we did yeah that's kind of the only blank spot but i also don't have the heat resistant armor so i need to go and find that <laughs> before i tackle the desert otherwise i gotta wait till nighttime and then hurry mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you can't eat what that hydro fruit and just run around in your underwear. That'll, that'll be a little. <laughs> I, when I first got to a hot area, like ages ago, uh, early on, I thought maybe if I took off all my clothes, you know, whatever, armor, uh, it would help, but it, it didn't. <laughs> it was like, he's still too hot. <laughs> Poor Link. <laughs> that was my initial thought. Anyway, um, time is catching up on us, but uh, yeah, I guess I wanted to just quickly mention. The game that I'm playing at the moment, which is This Way Madness Lies, which Kirk might know because I think this the code came from from you or via you. It it did, and I was very interested in it because I was an English major in college. Oh, um, I should have let you take it then. <laughs> I, oh no, no, believe me, I have enough JRPGs. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I will be very curious to to see what you think, considering all the uh, all the all the allusions to to Shakespeare and the play mm. that they're putting on. Are they putting on a play? These characters. Kind of. I mean, I've only very lightly touched this one, but it's they're kind of sucked into sh like Shakespeare is the is your host, so he's right there at the front uh, in in the introduction saying, "Yeah, I'm Shakespeare. Yes, that Shakespeare." And it's like you're in a theater, and these these four girls uh, kind of get sucked into a portal, which takes them into some kind of Shakespearean world. Like I've just met Romeo and Juliet, for example, and Romeo's been taken by this giant plant, so I have to. Help Juliet find find Romeo. Just like and... they taught us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, 
Yeah, it's I, I love and that's why I picked it up because I, I sort of saw it and I'm like, this looks really cool, like different kind of style of um well narrative at least. I mean, in yeah. terms of Shakespeare. And what I love is if you're not into I mean, I don't know why you'd pick it up if you're not into Shakespeare, I guess. But if you don't understand the words, like not the whole story is not all in Shakespearean English. But when Romeo when you find Romeo, for example, oh sorry, Juliet actually. Uh, you know, she's talking in, in verse, but you can just easily press the left control stick to sort of swipe right to check, to translate it. And it just instantly shows you what it means yeah. in plain yeah. English. So, yeah, they flip from the old English to yeah. modern waves. Yeah. yeah. And then you can just flip back. It's really, really seamless and easy and quite funny. Like they were talking about, uh, I can't remember the line from Shakespeare, but it's about names. And, and when you flip it, it's like, Bob would be a good name for me or something like that. It's like, it's kind of a funny take on it. So it's very tongue in cheek. It's very lighthearted. The girls, like the four hero heroines, they remind me of like um, Sailor Moon. <laughs> they look like Sailor Moon characters. So <laughs> it's kind of like Sailor Moon crossed with Shakespeare, I suppose, with perfect. a JRPG. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. So, so Shakespeare, they should call it the Bard's Tale. Oh, wait. I guess they can't well, do that. that's, yeah. We've, uh, <laughs> someone might get upset with uh, the copyright issues there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, so far, and I'm like half an hour in, so not far, but it's, it's, it's good. I like the look of it. It looks like a maybe slightly simpler version of something like Secret of Mana, like in terms of style. Um, they've tried to emulate that. It's quite cheap too. It's only like ten dollars, I think. Yeah, oh. yeah. Maybe I'll good. pick it up on my own then. Yeah, I'm, I think it's not a particularly long game. Like, it's not going to give you forty or fifty hours worth of gameplay. You might get five to ten. Uh, and I'm I'm only half an hour in, obviously. But from what I've seen online, I think it's not super long. But you know, for ten dollars, that's fine. Yeah. So, see, I'll uh, watch the space because I'll obviously play that more during the week and and write up a review. But yeah, that was. An interesting little one that I picked up. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Looking forward to your review. Yeah. Yes. I like those. Yeah. Very cool. Anything else we wanted to bring up or discuss before we close off? I can't believe this whole hour has passed already. That was really fast. Yeah. It always, I don't know. It starts and I'm like, are we going to fill an hour? And the next thing I know, <laughs> we're like over. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. Um, I'm sure there's other games we're playing and I'm, I've been, for some reason, I've been hooked into Mario Kart Tour this week. I don't know why. I've just jumped in and been playing it. And I'm Tour top of the- over yeah. eight deluxe. Yeah. I don't know why. Just because it's easy to do in between other things when I'm not at home kind of thing. And uh, I'm top of the leaderboard for this week because you, you have like a leaderboard. I'm like at the very top. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, I will say this, Gemma. You didn't, on one of the podcasts, you're like, Trev wanted me to say it. I hustled him. I'm not sure what he meant. Yeah, what Here's did he what mean? I meant. <laughs> you made a point of saying before we played. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. Harrison was like, or, you know, was wiping the floor with me. And I don't think I'll do that good. And then you come out and destroy us. So you dropped our guards because you're like, oh, if her kid's beating her, you know, we're going to. We're going to stand a chance and then you wipe the floor with us. So that's what I meant by hustling. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I bl I blamed Wiggler. I don't know why. It was just, yeah. <laughs> but Kamek I liked. Kamek was good. He he did well for me. So. <laughs> and we have been playing, yeah, Marika 8 Deluxe as well. I uh, just, maybe it was Marika 8 Deluxe that just inspired me to jump back into tour, to be honest. I don't know. 
There's a lot going on in Tour. There's actually a lot. It's actually pretty cool. Anyway, I won't go on and on about that. Um, (laughs) Thank you both very much for joining me this week and having this great discussion about all things Nintendo. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on any of our podcasting platforms or on YouTube. And if you like and subscribe, you can you can get notified every week when there's a new episode. We do launch on Mondays. Looking forward to seeing that new magazine. Thank you, Trev. <laughs> the new issue. Wow. And- Thank you for doing the layout for <laughs> a good chunk of it anyway. Yeah, my pleasure. It was super fun. Anyway, until next week, thank you both and game on, everybody. Bye. See ya.